If someone were to offer you to permanently make an implant of your smartphone, that you should never have to pay money again, they'll just take your smartphone and implant it onto your brain, like literally in your head, onto your brain. Would you do it? So I'm sure most people would right away recoil and say, of course not. I wouldn't want a device implanted onto my brain. But you know that scientists say that the fact that many people can't be outside a room from their cell phone and can't be disconnected for a significant amount of time has the same effect of having something implanted on our brain. And if one hasn't yet seen the movie on Netflix, The Social Dilemma, if you're in any way exposed to internet and and you're a human being, I, I, I not just recommend, I, I think it's Mamash's question of pikuach nefesh, of life and death, sanity these days for many people, because essentially what that movie is, is saying, the people that invented the devices that everyone is so addicted to, to today have done tshuva, ashamnu bagadnu, and they're admitting that the research, the thousands and millions and millions of dollars and thousands and thousands of people involved with all the scientific research and psychological research, what they literally did was design instruments to get people addicted. They're admitting that the whole purpose of it is mind control, to get people to be sucked into a vortex of a virtual reality that everybody's living in their own virtual reality, even though the truth is that people always lived in their own reality, but now it's being literally presented to every person as if that is the truth. And right now we're in a flood, a literal flood of a torrential downpour of information, misinformation, anxiety-producing, brainwashing things all the time. And it's not a joke that many people are suffering terrible anxiety and depression and the lack of being able to be happy and calm. And these machines were produced for that effect. That was the purpose of their production. And of course, the fact that we happen to be in a global pandemic and at a time where there's a circus of an election, the type of which that they've managed to literally convince every single person that the other side is the devil. And, and we're living in times where everyone is not just on edge, it's really, for many people, a question of being able to, what does it mean to, to continue to live a happy, productive life? I've heard from many people that are really suffering. Many people are stuck at home. There's a flood now. There's a flood, and the flood is coming to us very, very strongly. And therefore, today, more than ever, we need to grab onto the ark. We need to go into the ark that the holy Balshemtev, the Balshemtev taught, what's the ark? So the teva, the teva means ark, and teva also means word. The teva is ha-Torah the Balshemtev taught, the words of Torah, the words of davening, those are the ark. Now, what does that mean? Of course, obviously, that, that's what the Baal Shem Tov taught and in all the generations of Chassidus that's been taught on many levels because on the deepest level what the Baal Shem Tov was teaching was literally a meditative practice when one is supposed to meditate on the letters in the Siddur of Tefillah and Torah. You literally, like the, 
There are those that meditate on, there's one meditative technique of meditating on the breath, the Baal Shem Tov taught to meditate on the letters, the actual letters, which are the way God is manifests. So that's one way of explaining it. And then there's many other explanations. What does it mean to enter the letters of Torah and Tefillah, to so completely engage one's mind in a sugya of Torah, learning Gemara, learning idea of Torah, so completely that one's mind is totally preoccupied and you're totally entered. That's all true. All these things are true. But in today's day and age, right now, for many people, for many of us, what that means literally is like the Lubavitch Rebbe of our generation explained a couple of times that what does it mean to enter the letters of Torah and Tefillah, enter the Ark, the Teva of Torah and Tefillah, that when you learn Torah, when you daven, it's Shabbos. It's Shabbos. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the holy tzaddikim are called Shabbos and Tarasu Menasei. Each one of us tap into that thing of that Torah is your life. Kihem Chayenu, we all say that Meir of Torah is our life. So we're not on the level of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai that it could be 24 hours, 7 days a week. But if it's 10 minutes, half hour, an hour, however much you can a day that you learn Torah, you daven, it's Shabbos. It's Shabbos. And the Rebbe, the Lubavitch Rebbe was before a smartphone, so he said that you don't pick up a telephone. You don't pick up a telephone when there was just one telephone in the house. You unplug the phone. But for us, it literally means you have to remember life is not lived on electronic devices. We're human beings. And whether it means having interactions with other people, but for many people that are by themselves, it means having an interaction, and even if you are with other people in a house, for that to maintain sanity, we all have to have interactions with ourselves. We're all meant, we were designed by God to be alone with ourselves, to spend time with ourselves, thinking and quiet. I mean, it's, it's like people are wondering, every, everyone's on a meltdown and looking for something else to preoccupy themselves with on a device. We can't ever find that kind of peace of mind on a device. We have to find it in ourselves. And that means having Shabbos. It means closing devices and reading, being with oneself, maintaining integrity of knowing who you are, what you are. Shleimah HaMelech, the wisest of all men, King Solomon in, in Kohelis, my Rebbe Rabbi Weinberger pointed out a few times that he says again and again and again, I said in my heart, I said in my heart. He was talking to himself in his own heart. He, he not only read something or he talked in his own heart. What did that mean? He felt what does it mean? He remembered what it means to be human being, to focus on what's going on in your side ourselves. At the end of the day, we have to remember, we're supposed to daven three times a day. And davening doesn't mean moving your lips and moving your body. It means, first and foremost, going inside yourself. To be able to talk to God, one has to have a presence of mind to know that there's an eye that's talking to Hashem. And that's always been an issue throughout generations. How much more is it important today? Lech lecha. Go into you. Hashem told to Avraham, Lech lecha. Go into you, into inside ourselves. That's the promised land. Only from that place could we daven to Hashem in a real way. And so I really believe that in today's day and age, what is the Baal Shem Tov's teaching of Teva? Come into the ark, into the letters of Torah and Tefillah. What does that mean for us first and foremost? That every day there has to be Shabbos. Every day you have to have Shabbos. Spend time with God through davening, through learning Torah, in quiet, in oneself, in a way of peace, of focus on Hashem's presence. Use meditation apps if necessary. Listen to music if necessary. 
light a candle if necessary. But you have to have Shabbos inside yourself. That's the only way we're going to be able to continue to get through whatever until whatever else has to happen until the final moment that Mashiach is going to reveal himself. We have to maintain Shabbos. The Kuzari says that three times a day davening is the Shabbos of the day. Means you have to feel Shabbistic when you're davening. There is no devices, there's no world, there's nothing. There's just you and Hashem and the quiet that you have to produce. May we continue working on maintaining that holy of holies with the divine space inside of ourselves to make the halal and make a void and empty space for God to dwell in that quiet, in that peace of mind until Mashiach will redeem us through that peace of mind and in it.